Alright, welcome to another episode of the Genius um, Digital mm-hmm. Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, today our guest is Kojo. I, I don't know how to pronounce your name, Nyanyue or something. Ah, that's so it. You said it well. You said it well the first time. Oh. <laughs> if you say yes. it again, you might ruin it. <laughs> exactly. So, intro time. Uh, let's know who you are. Yeah. Yourself. Yeah. Okay, let's move. My name is Kojo Nyanyue Duamako. Nyanyue means good news. Duamako means try me and see. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, some people call me trying, but that was that was way back in the university. But um, I am the founder and creative lead of Good News Limited, and founder mm-hmm. and co-curator of Knowledge Merchants. Um, my interest is in telling people's stories through whichever publications that are necessary, whether film, uh, graphics, um, writing, product design, merchandise, either ways, it's about telling people's stories. And my work is, is, is set on emerging Africa's rich culture and leveraging these you know, cross-media strategies to produce um, content that fits this, our current you know, quick-paced consumption. You know, Charlie. So you that's even intellectual, but big consumption or come inside. Yeah, but that's that's basically that's that's what I am to to, oh, yeah, yeah. to create endearing stories that fit you know us nice. right now. Basically, that's in simpler that's terms, it. exactly. So you mentioned good news, and you mentioned um the other one, knowledge merchants, because I know knowledge merchants. So let's mm-hmm. take it from the top. Mm-hmm. Knowledge Merchants, what are you guys into? Okay, so Knowledge Merchants started as a um, as an encouragement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in 2017, we decided that we needed more people to read. So we started a, um, a, a community called Knowledge Merchants where we shared a book a month and then we encouraged people yeah. to read a book during this period. Um, uh-huh. We started with about 524 members globally and in the beginning, it was yeah. it was amazing. But Again, also, that's also been one of the most challenging things that I've done because we've been running it for about six years and we have changed the perspective of the, we've streamlined the vision of knowledge merchants. At first it started, we just wanted people to read. And then over the years, we've had people read, um, review the things that they've read and write them down. And this has yeah. in turn churned most of our members to authors. So as we speak right now, we've published yeah. about 18 books with about 12 different authors. Yeah, and we are in, we are just set to release a book at the end of the year, at the end of this month. And I'm sure by the by the close of the year, we would have had a total of about 25 books published and read by published by members of, of, of the community. So yeah, so that's what the community is about. Yeah, this is the book. So I'll, I'll add it to the, uh, I don't know, I'll add it to the video. For people to see the books you have published for sure i didn't know it was that much okay. yeah yeah okay. yeah it's 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 even more because we've also published essays um mm-hmm. we've put together our conversations in various ways the the one thing that we've not done is that because we were focused on building the tribe our digital footprint is not as clear but that's one of the things that we've set out to do this year to establish our digital footprint so that we can, you know, reach a wider audience, basically. Audience. Yeah. Charlie, that's good to hear. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, I will link the books when I get them from you because I I know of uh, the book you published one book for Moses, right? Yeah, we published we published two books for Moses. We published. Uh, anyway, guys, Moses is Moses B. Arthur, who will have you on the show soon. <laughs> yeah, that's my brother. We published uh, uh, one of our co-curators, who's uh, Kwame Ayo, who features Kwame. We published most yeah. of his books as well. Our president, um, Dr. Amani Okra, he, we are working on his, yeah. third, on his third book right now. We published Hello, his books. On, yes. <laughs> Zoe, who's also a part of us, uh, mm-hmm. published some of her books as well. And yeah, in a couple, like a couple. You, you're actually giving me ideas of who to interview next. <laughs> yeah. That's... Yeah, the community is strong. The community is strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deshi Basara, right? Deshi Basara. Deshi Basara. He's using Deshi Basara. House of L. Um, up is down and down is up. It's coming out at the end of May. You can pre order. Yeah, I think I saw that preview. Mm-hmm. I saw that mm-hmm. the book, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Good job. So that's all knowledge merchants. Yes. Yes, that's all. Yes. And and okay, then let's move on to good news. I know good because this is from you, right? This merch. Yes, yes. That's work, everybody. I'm all about supporting people, so Charlie. Yeah. Oh, you've been you've been yeah, good. That... You've been good to us. We appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about good news. What you do? Good news too. What is about and. Um. So good news started as um. I started by accident, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, I, good news actually the mean of my name, Nyanyue, and that is the main avenue through which we I do my storytelling. So it can be in, in terms of um, uh, documentaries, you know, audio plays. We audio experiments. We've done a lot of experiments. We publish articles. We interview people. We just try to collect stories from people from from directions that people do not usually go to um so again that started in 2019 we did it started with a short a short video about people carrying their processes carrying their journeys whether it was through their failures and their successes but owning it and being an embodiment of that so them being an embodiment of their good news and so in in um in the telling of the story we also made merchandise so that when people saw you wearing the merchandise they can see a tangible proof or a token of the story that you're telling behind it so that's that's generally our direction yes so again using like a cross-media perspective of storytelling and clothing and when they come together we can have a conversation about any topic um there's a lot to say about good news plenty yeah, because we've done so much so if you could if you want to direct yeah. the questions in that in that area i yeah there's so much to say so much to yeah. say about good news yeah. I'm, I'm on your ig page mm-hmm. and i see some projects mm-hmm. that you worked on mm-hmm. huh. yeah so what was the latest thing you worked on so let's maybe we can talk about the project you worked on last i think i saw is mandem removed yes mandem man yeah, you were there. You were you were there at the at the screening, the film yeah, screening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, it was a dream come true. It was also very, it was very challenging to pull off, mm-hmm. but it was a dream come true because we were we worked on that project for the entire year. We worked on it in the wow. for the entire year, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it looked dope. 
<laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, but Mandem was based on mm -hmm. on people who find unconventional or or non traditional means to take care of themselves. So these people are um, orphans, you know, people who do not go to the traditional uh, route of schooling, people who dropped out, people who lost their parents, or people whose parents did not have to take care of them. So I'm talking about people who whose professions at this point are, let's say, uh, chefs, prostitutes, mm -hmm. fraud boys. Um, the gangsters, no? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, in, in our palace, yeah, we call it the street boys, but collecting the yeah, stories of these people and how they put themselves together to fend for themselves and the people who look up to them and how the reason that influenced them to take this path is, is affecting the, the, the way that they are also trying to influence the, the, their children and the generation coming after them. So that was what Mandem was generally about. about yeah. Mandem, we move. <laughs> yeah, Mandem, we move. So in this thing, what are some of the lessons you learned in this, like these projects for the good news? I mean, the Mandem projects mm -hmm. and all that. Like, mm -hmm. if was, I'm sure somebody watching us will want to go into such a business, like mm -hmm. they like, to go into a merch business or mm -hmm. uh, I don't know design, mm -hmm. you know those kind of things. Uh, what are some of the things people should look out for the escape? Because you know, in any venture, right, it's best to have mm -hmm. some kind of like I don't know a mentor or mm -hmm. somebody to tell you that Charlie, this way you don't go work to do them this way. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the key things you think somebody should work, look out for if they want to go into a merch business, mm -hmm. like this that I'm wearing? Or I, I hope you get me. I do. I do. I think the first thing that the most necessary thing is to have a team. <laughs> um, True. Yes, because for me, I believe that I learned a lot because I started on my own and I was doing a lot of things on my own. You know, the blessing and the curse of being able to do a lot of things with your hands is that you want to do a lot of things with your hands. Do you understand? So you want to be the guy to shoot the videos. You want to be the guy to edit the videos. You want to be the guy to do the designs for the merchandise. You want to be the guy to do the interview. You want to be the guy to manage the brand, the language, the look, the feel, everything, because it's your idea. But as soon as you, you, you sell your vision to a team and you let them run with their rules, you find that you put yourself in a better position to succeed as a brand in whatever vision that you, you want to direct the, the brand towards. So I think that's the first thing that everybody should pay attention to. Have a team, a trustworthy okay. team. Trustworthy uh, team. Okay. Yeah. And then the second thing is to, and I think I said that, is to make the vision clear, write it down and run with it. Um, clear vision, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't think you can sell something to, like people cannot be sold out to a vision of yours until it's sold to them, like until they can see themselves as part of the vision. Um, and so if you, and sometimes it's a learning curve, cause for me, it, mm -hmm. it was, um, it was a challenge to impact my division onto the people. Traditionally, when people see the work that I do, they, uh, in all humanity, like they, they, they like it, but, um, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, they like it, but liking it is, and believing in it are two different things. And so I had to learn to teach people 
like to get people to believe in the brand so that they could run with me in building it. And I guess if you have those two things on lock, everything else would like fall in place as you as you okay. move forward. Yeah, as you move forward. Mm-hmm. So those who want to do merch things, free mm-hmm. tips, free business advice <laughs> from one somebody who has been doing it for a long while now. Awesome. Yeah. So uh yeah. I know you're also into fitness and gymming. I see <laughs> gym. I don't know. It's like my guests like gymming a lot. I don't know. Last last time I was in head on, on board to Yeah, Kino. Kino is my gym. Yeah, you know Kino, right? Yeah. Uh, Charlie, tell me about your gym things. Like what's the motivation behind it? Because I've been trying to <laughs> get into the gym, but Charlie, um, huh. give us something about I don't know, health and fitness. Because it's a good thing. I mean, you should mm. stay in shape, mm. stay in mm. good health and all that. Mm. Yeah, what do you want to say to some of us who need motivation to push us to the thing? <laughs> <laughs> I guess um, that it's not. See, the thing about working out is that it teaches discipline, and I believe that discipline is the best is is the best form of freedom. When you have the ability to say no to something or yes to something, that is where you. You, you are your own, you are your own person because you are not influenced or easily swayed by the wind. And the easiest way to learn that is through discipline. And the easiest way to discipline yourself is to discipline your body because that's the one stubborn thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the one stubborn thing. So when you learn to discipline your body, you find out that it starts to have a ripple effect in all the other things that you you do. You you can find that if you're able to stick to a four or five day regiment in the gym and go consistently and have a diet plan and stick to it um, because you're trying to reach a certain goal, a certain body weight, or you're trying to increase your strength in a certain way, you find that you're able to stick to it. You or you also find that you can easily borrow that discipline into other things that you want to be consistent with and bring you results. Mm. So um, I guess that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's the way I tackle it. Um, okay. Because in the beginning, I also had like shallow, and I don't think it's shallow. I think every, every reason is valid to look a certain way. But yeah. when you get to the point where you reach that goal, you find that it has now become a part of you. It's, it's a lifestyle and you, you want this lifestyle to affect all other things that you do. So it's like eudaimonia. You, it's a goal that you reach, and then you keep setting the bar higher and higher and higher. And that's one of the things you can easily do with, you know, fitness. And so I guess it's just like a, a gateway drug, <laughs> a gateway drug to yeah. consistency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gateway drug to consistency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's a very powerful. <laughs> Yeah. Ah, all right all right all right that's awesome all right yeah, so yeah. yeah um i think my next question will be on around business in ghana so mm-hmm. you've been running good news and lonely mission for a while right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. uh in terms of the ecosystem in ghana here when it comes to business you know, mm-hmm. and entrepreneurship in general right mm-hmm. how do you think we are doing as, as a as a country right and as a people who want to go into a business like mm-hmm. in ghana Mm-hmm. what are some of the things we should look out for because i know there are lots of advice out there but you know it's always good to hear from someone doing it practically mm-hmm. in your case you've been it for a while you're you i think i knew as a designer mm-hmm. from some years back and then mm-hmm. before i seen it you know you're doing uh, 
merch, you're shooting videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. So what is the kind of the things that, I mean, entrepreneurship in general, what's the advice you think you give people? Because that's one thing that we have been misinformed about, like entrepreneurship mm -hmm. is glamorous, it is this. Mm -hmm. Tell us some of the truths you have encountered over the years mm -hmm. that we should uh, know about. See, the thing about the country we, we live in is a lot of us live, a lot of us survive. Not many of us thrive. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not doing it on purpose at all. But it's the truth because everybody's trying to do a little bit of something just so that they can feed themselves or they can eat or they can have like some semblance of comfort. And mm -hmm. to put entrepreneurship on top of that is very, very challenging. You know, yeah. we are not in a system that supports uh, ingenuity, innovation, creativity, you know, True. things are run, even things are run in a very archaic, traditional way. And even that is not run properly. So to choose to be an entrepreneur is, is to choose to be an outlier and you can either mm -hmm. fall or you can rise. Um, and so for me, I think the, the, the currency that has that has kept me in this phase is the currency of people. And by people, I mean other entrepreneurs. Um, okay. Because, typical example, Monday, when we're about to release it, the two days to the event, I wanted to give up. <laughs> I wanted to let it all go. I was like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this anymore. It's, it's, it's taking all of me. I don't want to do this anymore. But then, I see the stories of other entrepreneurs around me, people who I've come to engage with because I went to their screening or their launch or their, their release or the other. And I saw that they too went through the phase that I went through, but were able to, to you know, persevere past it. And so just by the mere knowledge of the fact that, you know, somebody has been at this point as well, but was able to go through to get these results is enough fuel for me to, you know, put myself in a position where I too want to do better. Like I too want to survive that phase and thrive. And so I think the one thing that's important as entrepreneurs is to keep a community of entrepreneurs. Like um, Ghanaians are generally considered shy people, but as an entrepreneur, it's not something that you can afford to do. You need to host your other entrepreneurs because <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah because they would give you they would it's, and it's not it's not always them giving you something or giving you access to something but just the insights from the relationship whether good or bad would fuel your journey very well and it's always something that's intangible you wouldn't expect it but you should always search for it and desire because it's a treasure yeah yeah so community and people community yeah charlie charlie that's some solid thing you talk there <laughs> it's the truth yeah yeah. Wow. yeah okay okay this is interesting this so far mm -hmm. um is there something i have missed that you want to talk about or you want to hint on or something um Cause like i said i don't want it to be like i ask you answer ask you answer like charlie Ubo, <laughs> yeah um i think the one thing that i'd like to say um, and I think we it's, it sounds like a broken record at this point, but as an entrepreneur or as a creative, collaboration is also very, very important. Um, 
because because we are in that survival mentality it also the 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 downside is that we want to do everything by ourselves and we want to reap all the benefits by ourselves by ourselves do you see but you find that if you find somebody whose skill supersedes yours in a certain area and you combining with them you become a force you reach further because when you think about it 50 percent of something is better than 100 percent of nothing and that's what collaboration brings so i think it's important <laughs> I, I was watching a video that said something similar that is that we mm-hmm. it's like we want to have a lot of little than to have a little of not I, I, I've forgotten the quote but it just to say that it's better mm-hmm. to have um, a little of a lot mm-hmm. a lot than a lot of a little mm-hmm. so for example mm-hmm. it's best to have two percent of two million than to have yeah percent of ten cities yes precisely and, and that comes to mind is is uh this guy Jeff Bezos yeah I'm surprised to know that he 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 has like a very low amount of shares, but I see he's a billionaire. Yeah, he has a huge. It's one thing that, mm-hmm. one thing that Africans or Ghanaians don't like. We want mm-hmm. to own everything. Yeah. Like Charlie. Yeah. Charlie, share and we... Charlie go on, go on. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. So th- that's that's the thing I want to hammer on Jeff Bezos. If I'm unclear, if you do a fact check on your on your podcast, but I think he only owns about eleven percent of Amazon, and he's a billionaire. Yeah. You know, so he's a that's something that we need mm-hmm. to embrace, like over here that yeah. like of course you have to be discerning and choose who you collaborate with but look forward to it have an open heart to collaborate with people because you will go further than if you do it by yourself, by uh, yourself. yeah and he actually has 10 percent. 10 percent. yeah yeah i think it's a billionaire 10 percent. 10 percent. and i think one more thing i'd like to add to that is to educate yourself um yourself okay um as a matter of fact i was i was i was trying to figure out something today and then i realized that um the reason because i run knowledge merchants it puts me in a position where i have to read a lot and better and (laughs) yeah and not just reading a lot like just generally catering to publications and uh, members books and editing all of that and the layouts and all of those things but i realized that whenever i enter a creative space it lays it gives cadence to that space because my my i call it the eudaimonic bank my bank is filled from one side and i can carry it over to the other side the you know side-ish. you know Some... mm. so i read about a phenomenon here in this book in this story or maybe malcolm gladwell has written something about a dog whisperer and how the, the, the a dog whisperer is able to deal with dogs that are that, 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 that and then i'm trying to produce a video about something that has to do with neuroscience and influence and then i find that okay but even though he was a dog whisperer whenever he met the people that owned the dogs he taught them how to influence their their animals and he influenced their he influenced them as well so and this is this is this is not the best example, but how can I carry over that influence into something that I want to do on film and have people be influenced by the message or the or the story I'm trying to give up so that I can have the impact that I'm looking forward to? Um, I think I get that. Yeah. So I guess 
the, the key is to educate yourself in many areas because we want to box ourselves in. I'm, I'm a filmmaker. I'm only going to watch film. But yeah. you read an amazing story and then you realize that, oh, man, it's the stories that become the screenplay that become yeah. the film, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So you keep your, keep your, your, your antenna of education wide so that you can receive from many areas and then you can direct it towards the thing that you want to do, basically. Yeah. Awesome. Charlie? Mm-hmm. Nice insights there. Mm-hmm. The brofu have been saying, I'm going to look for a name. Drag on the spot to talk about. Okay. So I think our, our last thing will be on. Um, mm-hmm. So I had this section where I ask everybody top mm-hmm. three, top five, something that they do mm-hmm. based on what they are doing. Right? You mm-hmm. are into books, obviously. So <laughs> I'm going to ask you, what are your top five recommended books for anybody? Arrange any topic at all, because you can't. I don't want us to box ourselves in one. So I'm sure you have your favorite books that mm-hmm. you read. So. Mm-hmm. What would be your top five books? Then maybe if you mention the book, you can mention the category for some. Maybe it's in business, mm. entrepreneurship, it's in mm. philosophy or something. Mm. So let's go top five. I'll show them to on the screen as well. I I I read a lot of design books and um and um the organizational science, organizational psychology, or just novels. So I guess the first book that that comes to mind is. A design is a design book called a smile in the mind a smile in the mind a smile a smile in the mind in the mind yes a smile in the mind i've forgotten the name of the authors that's one thing i'm not really great at remembering authors but a smile in the mind um it just generally talks about witty design that and it collects it has records of designs from like the 1800s and how it affects the design right now so that's one of the okay. my favorite books to go to. It's my encyclopedia for design, actually. Um, uh, Burial Macaulay. Yes, it's a very big book. It's a very big book. Yeah, it looks big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, nice the second design book is Creative Confidence. It's also by two authors. Creative, creative Conf- Confidence. Yes, Creative okay. Confidence. Creative Confidence. Um, draws the attention to the fact that everybody can be a creative. An accountant can be a creative. Uh, a neuroscientist can be a creative. A physicist can be a creative. And it gives methods and learnings to <clears throat> directing your creativity in whatever field that you want to, that, you, that you're in. So there's that. Um, I think the third book is um, From Third World to First World by Lee Kuan Yew. Uh, that is by the uh president president of singapore at the time past oh, president of singapore okay. <clears throat> yeah i've heard that book before here's to be powerful uh, it's an amazing book i think every everybody every every third world country should run should yeah, run singapore was Charlie. yeah if you look at how singapore has come mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah for, him to write such a book it's a manual our leaders will read it our yeah african leaders are going to read it too <laughs> no shade <laughs> well so we those are three, books. Those are three yeah. books i guess another one is a short book and this is a recent one that just came uh, into my top books but it's called dark days in Conakry or conquery it's by Kwame Nkrumah when he was oh. exiled when after the coup where he had to live in um in Guinea, it really, it really, it really gives an insight to what was happening at the time and his mentality and the people around him. 
and the way everything was usurped by a coup and how revolution is not is never the answer because it disrupts the stability um i'm looking forward to doing a film about that book in november yeah please do it, you want to <laughs> it. yeah there are not a lot of african um how do i call it documentaries that yeah. tell our story yeah right yeah like, uh, something that tells about African history yeah. or even take, let's say, a tribe and talk about how they came yeah. about, you yeah. know, if you want to look for the history of, let's say, England, it's very yeah. common. Yeah, very common. In, in Africa, yeah. it's hard. So, and, and the funny thing is that you realize that the ones you find are being done by white people or yeah. foreign people. And yeah. they're like, wait, yeah. you don't even have yeah. any ancestry to Africa, but you have yeah. these facts. So what are we doing? Yeah. So yeah, Charlie, do it. Yeah. We'll push on for you. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm even looking to approach that, that particular project in a very interesting way. Um, nice. But uh, we look forward to doing it. How many books have I mentioned so far? Four. One to go. Okay, I guess The Alchemist easily comes in because that, yeah. that book changed my life. I read it. I try to read it. Oh, can I mention another book in addition to yeah, The Alchemist? Uh, the Alchemist by Paolo Coelho and Deep Work by Carl Newport. Deep Work by Carl Newport. Yeah, by Carl Newport. Music for some fun for deep work. Mm-hmm. Is it a design book or that is um it's more of psychology, but it generally speaks on focusing mm-hmm. on focus and becoming a be just focus work entirely. Yeah, focus right. work. In a distracted world, okay. Yeah, in a, on in a, in a distracted world, yeah. Charlie. It's one of my favorite books. I read that book at least once a year as well. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Charlie, reading is good. You know, we they always say that if you want to hide something from the African man, hide it. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. When we start, when we released the first book for Knowledge Merchants, that was the quote we used because we're like, yo, this is what people are saying. This is why we are trying to disrupt that. We are not those people. Exactly. We are not people like that. You can't hide, you can't hide things from us because we won't read it. So we'll please read it. Shall yeah. Shall yeah. Shall yeah. Shall yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have any book you're reading currently? Um, currently I'm editing books, actually, um, I'm editing four books simultaneously, actually. Um, I think one of them is what we're about to release up is down and down is up. That book is about the foundation of humility. And then, uh, three other books by my mentor, which, um, I, I think, I'll, I'll save that for later, but those books are more entertaining. They actually also, also explicit. It's actually my first um, editing of explicit books, and I really look forward to people engaging in, in that particular product. Yeah. You should so. send it. Mm-hmm. You should do it and let us know about it. Yeah. Me, I'm also reading, I guess going back to this. Yeah. Lots of power. Lots of power. Yes, I read that. I don't yeah. Get it. yeah. Yeah. And then I, I like science fiction a lot. So yeah. I realize I like Marvel movies. Yeah. So I'm reading this book too by Michio Kaku, Paolo Waltz. Oh, that's interesting. It goes into, into how there's a multiverse. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at how the world works, mm-hmm. these guys have some, I don't know how they get the idea, but it, it starts telling you that, oh, it's true, we have a multiverse here and there. Mm-hmm. And I even learned that there are about 11 dimensions mm-hmm. as opposed to what we knew. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's amazing. Oh, the 11 dimension. Mm-hmm. No, please, please go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, the 11 dimension is not in the book. I, mm-hmm. heard, I heard it from this guy I discovered last week, Carl Benson. Mm-hmm. His name. He's a black American. Mm-hmm. And he, 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 I think he has discovered something. He's trying to educate everybody around it mm-hmm. about how the universe came and, 
and there's some some kind of lost knowledge that we don't have. Mm -hmm. right? It's very interesting. You can look him up on YouTube, Carl Benson. He has Carl Benson. About, mm -hmm. uh, I think he has some, I've forgotten the title. I'll put it in the video if I find it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's interesting. I like such kind of things because it makes your mind open up to mm -hmm. how the universe works. How it, and, and if you read about the history of the great scientists like Einstein and mm -hmm. um, Isaac Newton, mm -hmm. and those guys, Charlie, those guys, I'm very sure had some kind of connection to the spirit realm or I don't know, esoteric realm. Because the mm -hmm. things that they, because it's amazing for you to think and say, hey, why is the universe like this? Mm -hmm. and what makes things work? Mm -hmm. right? And for you to be able to have that insight into, mm -hmm. I mean, even come up with the theories, the calculations, the mathematics, it's, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we all have insights into more than we can see with our eyes. I guess when you open yourself to, to receive them, you will be honest and reading is one of the show ways to access that so true yeah true true mm -hmm. all right charlie it's been a very nice conversation mm -hmm. i like when people talk about books and then use big gram i don't know for some reason i love it there's something i want to share there's a youtube page that i'm currently on it's called um ideas from the bible or bible ideas where okay. you know these two narrators take a topic and they did deconstruct it based on etymology, the, the current states of the culture of, of the, of, of, of Judas at the time or Israelites at the time, what the authors were trying to say and where they were writing it from is very, very entertaining. I haven't listened to Bible stories in such an entertaining way and they use animations to do it. And like they do this, oh. they do it very well. I, I think I'll share the link with you. Sure. I think it's called um, Bible Ideas or Ideas from the Bible, but I'm subscribed to it, so I'll share it with you. But it's also something really, really exciting. If I'm trying to read from, if I'm trying to read scripture and I want to mm -hmm. consume it in a in an entertaining way, but, but then it will stick with me, that's where I go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Apparently, I'm late to catching this train, but hey, better late than never, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm waiting for that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, Charlie, nice to have you. So um, today our guest has been Kojo Nyanyue. You did, you did, you did. You said it well, you said it well. Congratulations. <laughs> By the way, because we have said your name was Try Me. So, yeah. Charlie, I don't know. I said your name was Try Me because that's what I knew from. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming to the show. Thanks for honoring our, our invitation. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, next sometime we can meet again when new things happen. You know? mm -hmm. It's not a one time thing. So, mm -hmm. hoping to bring you back to the show. And I think you mentioned some names that I'm going to reach out to them and <laughs> yeah, show, yeah. talk about what they're doing. Yeah. Because all your publishers, I need them here. Come and yeah. talk about how yeah. to work with you and yeah. how we win and all that. Awesome. Charlie, thank you. So this is where we sign out. Yeah. And then thank you all for tuning in. We'll yeah. catch you again same time next week. All right. So thanks for having me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Right. Charlie. Right. Right. Right.